welcome to another episode of Prescription for Life. My name is Linda Gallick. I'm the health and well-being consultant at Bellin Health. And today, I am so honored to be joined by one of our registered dietitians, Lee Herkus. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today. How are you doing, Lee? I'm doing really well. Great. Great. Well, thanks for taking some time. I know, I know how busy you are, but why don't you just fill us in a little bit, um, fill our audience in on, on who you are, what your background is, maybe why did you get into... Uh, dietetics. So, as my name is Lee Herkus, I'm one of the dietitians at Bellin. Um, I work mainly in the outpatient setting, so I do various types of nutrition appointments, whether it's for diabetes, weight management, just general uh, wellness overall, um, and sports nutrition is another piece that I work with. Um, I I kind of rolled into the dietetic world through my own journey. Um, so I oh. used to be overweight as a child and okay. um, found out that when you change up your diet and lifestyle, you can make some big health impacts. So I thought, can I take it into a career? And I found out that you can become a dietitian. And now I'm here today, 10 years in. So um, would you say you have a love for food? Absolutely. Do, you, do you love food? Absolutely. Even <laughs> At the beginning of my journey, when I was not eating the best types of foods, I love food. And now mm -hmm. I just love different types of food. And mm -hmm. I found that you can strike that happy balance where you still keep the fun stuff in, but have more of the, the nutrient-rich stuff more often. Nice, nice. So from your perspective, you know, this month for our Lifesaver Wellbeing topic, we're really talking about um, the connection between foods and our overall health. Um, the bad foods that potentially lead to diseases. Yeah. So what is your perspective on, on all of that? So I, I think the big thing is, in this day and age, we have a lot of man-made foods. Mm -hmm. And I tend to view those as the fun stuff, or they're easy to eat a lot of it. Um, there's not always a lot of nutrition to those foods. Mm -hmm. And so we just have a, too much of those foods around and not enough of real foods around our, our households at this point. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So there's so many trends out there. You hear about all these different diets. I mean, I and probably my phone will pick this up, and I'll get an ad later. I mean, you <laughs> see true. things like, right? Always listening. <laughs> Always listening. So you th see things like keto gummies, and yep. you hear about paleo, and you hear about low carb and all these things. And so there's a lot of things that, that go on out there, and the trends come and go. What's your perspective as a professional uh, with there, all that information out there. And I know this isn't new information, but there's no one size fits all. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it too, is you don't have to follow one type of plan. I think if you look at the base of all these diets coming out, a lot of them have the base of trying to eat more real food. So more yes. fruits and veggies, mm -hmm. more lean protein. So you can take bits and pieces from each one and they have a lot of correlations Unfortunately, though, then they often go off on a side tangent on you should take this supplement or mm. you should cut out all of this food group. And that's where things get a little bit off in terms of research to back that up. There's not always good evidence to back those types of side tangents that they go off on. Well, and I always think anything extreme, potentially it will work for a while Correct. and you may have some results. However, what happens when you go to the party, what happens when you go to Correct. the wedding? What happens right. when your coworker brings in donuts? It, it's, it gets so black and white if you're on one of those plans. Absolutely. I think it takes the joy out of eating it mm -hmm. over the course of time. And um, it's okay if you need to, for a bit of time, go to something a little bit more stringent. But mm -hmm. then you have to find a way to make it realistic. So long term, it's not becoming more stressful to your mental health. Mm -hmm. um, that's, I think, the big picture item is 
how will this look 10 years down the road for me? And is it, is it realistic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious when you're shopping for food, when you're planning your foods, what do you look for? Or, you know, are you one of those people that turn over the label and look at the ingredients and things like what, what are some of your tips? What, what, what would we find if we followed you in a grocery store? I would think that most times you'll find me going to foods that don't have labels again. Ah, yes. My, my food in my household is not perfect and there's mm-hmm. no perfect shopping list, but I think if you can go to foods that don't have a label more often, that's a really good starting point. So again, fresh fruits and vegetables, fresh proteins, uh, there's really that's a good good area to start with, um, and then when you are going through those intersections of the store, just finding foods that are more real foods. So mm-hmm. think of like canned foods. Sometimes those get a bad notion, but really canned beans are probably one of the healthiest food items in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as you're picking foods that have more minimal ingredients, not a ton of added sugar, that's something I look for quite a bit on food items. Um, so just in those inner aisles, being more aware of what's coming into your cart. And if it's more man-made or more natural, uh, plant-based type of foods. Great, great. Good tip. Good, good tip. You know, one thing that I feel like we hear a lot about more and more these days, and I feel like this is something we weren't paying attention to even 10, 15 years ago, is gut health. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot about gut health and yeah. people healing their guts and, and all these types of things. What What's your opinion on all of that? How do we approach that nutritionally? Yeah, and I, I think that's a big area of research and an area we should be looking more into. Um, I really feel the number one thing that you could start doing is at least watching how much fiber you're taking in day to day. I mean, most Americans get about 14 to 15 grams a day and in reality, we should probably be up closer to 30 to 40 grams a day. Okay. So we're about half to where, half of where we need to be. Um, and that's where, again, going back to trying to get more plant-based foods in, so sticking to more fruits and veggies, um, mm-hmm. trying to get more whole grains in, because those, again, there's a lot of nutrition in grains, so we don't have to cut carbs out. We just want to go more to the whole real grains, um, because those fuel our gut bacteria, mm-hmm. which can help our body as a whole, whether it's diabetes-related, it can reduce that risk. It can help your mental health. So I do feel like focusing on fiber intake could be a big long-term approach. Yeah, great. Good to know. So tell us a little bit more about services that are available um, from Bellin through you. What what can people sign up for? What kind of information or help can they receive? Absolutely. So right now I do offer uh, consultations either through our fitness center. Mm -hmm. Um, That's more of a cash-based system. So if your insurance doesn't cover nutrition visits, we have a nice cash discount that we can go through through our fitness center. Um, I also do sports nutrition consults through our fitness center. And then more on the wellness and like preventative and maybe uh, disease management side of things, that's where you can get a referral from your doctor to come and see myself or another dietitian. Um, or you can call Central Scheduling at Bellin, and that's another way you can schedule with myself or one of the other dietitians. Great. Awesome. All right. Any other information you wanted to share? Anything else that you feel like we should know today about food, nutrition, things to watch out for? I would say the biggest thing that I've been trying to promote recently is diversity in your food choices. Mm. Um, I feel like as humans, we like to keep things simple. And so... Sometimes I have individuals who like to eat just the same thing over and over again, Mm -hmm. and that's okay to an extent, but really what we find for long-term health, it's good to get a variety of different foods in on a weekly basis. So 
just challenge yourself every week to at least bring in a new type of fruit or a new type of vegetable or a new type of protein, whether, whatever it might be. Long term, that'll probably be a better approach to, to your health than saying, I'm going to eat the same thing day in and day out for the next 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great tip because different foods are going to bring different things, Absolutely. you know, to your body. So we want to, Absolutely. we want to get variety. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We're, we for really me. appreciate you taking the time and uh, thanks to all of you for watching. Please like subscribe and share this podcast and uh, we'll see you next time.